0: You are listening to the Decluttering Club podcast, episode number 31. Today, we are gonna talk about how not to lose ground over the holidays. Now, how often have you gotten to the end of December and looked around at your house and thought, oh my word, what happened here? Like, I don't know what it is, but for a lot of people, the holidays hit, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or just December in general, end of year and all hell breaks loose in your house and you feel like it's completely out of control. Well, if this is you, I don't want that to happen to you this year. So I have some tips. I have some strategies that I want to share with you that you can use this year so that you don't end December feeling like you hate your house and that you're never going to get a hold of it again. All right. Are you ready? Let's go. You are listening to the Decluttering Club podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mueller, and it's my mission to equip women to declutter their homes, their time, and their lives so that they can cherish what truly matters. I was listening to my coach the other day, and he was talking about how there are two battles that we face whenever we're working on something that's really important in our lives, like decluttering. Now, he wasn't talking about decluttering. He was talking about business, but it 100% applies, right? So there's two battles. The first battle is the battle to win the thing, right? So whether it is getting your kitchen decluttered, getting your closet organized, cleaning out the storage unit, putting the basement in order, okay? That's the first battle, battle just to win the thing. And then there's a second battle. And the second battle is the battle to keep the thing that you just won. There's a battle there. I never thought about it that way, but I love this idea because he said, it's actually, the second battle is actually harder than the first one. And here's why, right? We can psych ourselves up. We can psych ourselves up to do pretty much anything. Maybe this shows up for you in panic cleaning, or you're having company coming and you're like, I just got to get this clean. And maybe that involves like stuffing some things in cupboards or behind closed doors, or maybe you put the dirty dishes in the oven. We're not going to, we're not going to judge, but um, you can do anything that you really want to do in a short amount of time, right? If you have to, that's that first battle. Like we can kind of do that. Like it might not be fun, but we can get it done. But then what happens when real life sets in and it's a Tuesday, and you did all that work last month or last week, you know what? And you're looking around and you have lost all that ground. That second battle is harder to win than the first. And why is this? It's because you know we don't have like all that adrenaline rushing through our bodies and helping us to get motivated and get moving, right? It's a lot less exciting to clean up the kitchen for the hundredth time than it is to get it all sparkly and clean right before you need it. It's so much harder to defend that ground after you've won it, right? It's easy, it's easier to be the underdog, right? Or to to gain that mountain the first time around, but it's so much harder the second time around, right? To defend that and to keep going over time. And that's really what decluttering is all about, isn't it? It's about first first off, like making those clear spaces and letting those things go. But then it's also like, you can't neglect the second half of the the equation. It's also maintaining those spaces. And if we miss that, we're just going to find ourselves right back at the beginning. We're going to find ourselves right back at square one, or maybe even worse. We're not at square one. We feel like we've actually like lost ground and things are worse than when we started. And that happens right? Because we work so hard to do it the first time, but we're exhausted and, and we don't want to do it anymore. So I want you to be aware, first of all, that there are these two battles, right? And then the second one may be harder to win than the first, but I have some strategies for you. I have some tools and we can actually make it so that the second battle flows more or less straightforward, you know, maybe it's not super easy, but it it just becomes part of who you are. And then you don't have to look at it as a battle. All right. That is what we're going to dive into here. Now, why does this happen to people? Like, why in particular, I see this happen during the holidays, that people who've been doing pretty well on or off, like for most of the year. November comes along. Maybe it's a Halloween that throws you for a loop, but that last section of the year comes along and all of a sudden. All file all breaks loose. And, you know, they just they abandon all of the things that uh, that they work so hard on. And why does this happen? Well, it can happen because there's more going on. You may have more invitations. There may be more parties or more get-togethers. Maybe you're traveling, right? If you're traveling, that's gonna certainly throw you for a loop, right? Or maybe you're having more company come over or you're going to someone else's house, right? So it's gonna, it's gonna get you out of your routine. There's also all of these extra obligations. Maybe you're giving gifts. Maybe you're making gifts. You're wrapping gifts or you're shopping. Maybe you do a lot of baking and cooking and you love that. And that's amazing. And also it's a lot more work. Of course, right? So, maybe you're just like, maybe there's grief involved. Maybe the holidays are a hard time of year. This is very, very common, more common than you would imagine for a lot of people. So they have that added, um, that added weight of, you know, of the grief or maybe the anxiety that comes along with holidays for many people. And so all of these things kind of combine to make it so that if you're pressed for time, and you have to decide between um, you know, cleaning up the kitchen and doing your kitchen zero, or maybe you're just too stressed out and you just want to bail on it. Well, what's, what's the first thing to go? Probably the kitchen, right? So the kitchen takes the hit and either you go and do something else more important on your to-do list, or maybe you don't do anything because you're so burned out, right? And then the kitchen starts to look bad or the laundry piles up and now- You know, it's this vicious cycle where you feel worse and worse and worse, and then it's even harder to dig yourself out of that hole. So it makes a lot of sense that this happens to a lot of people during the holidays, right? It really does. So if it's happening to you, or if it has happened to you in the past, I don't want you to beat yourself up about it. I don't want you to to be surprised and shocked and angry because this makes a lot of sense. Congratulations, you're a human being. It's the holidays. It's a busy time. Okay. So we want to know that, but I want to encourage you not to just like throw up your hands and say, we'll figure it out when January comes along, like whatever. We're just giving up. Don't surrender. Okay. Now stick with me. Okay. Because we want to do this with grace and compassion for ourselves, but we also want to hold ourselves to a standard. And it's up to you to decide what that standard looks like. Okay. So maybe you do back off on the things that you normally do during the year, whether it's, you're doing, you know, a little bit of decluttering here and there, or you're doing your kitchen every single day. And maybe your kitchen zero list has gotten pretty long. Maybe you decide, you know, and we're going to scale back a little bit. We're going to skip, we're going to, we're going to change our standards here so that we have more time for parties or gift giving or gift making, or just time to rest, Right, we want to notice that trade off. We want to make that trade off on purpose, intentionally. Because when we do it intentionally, then when the kitchen is a little messy, we can be like, "Oh yeah, there it is. I know why that happened. I chose to bake cookies instead of, you know, doing that extra load of laundry, and I chose that on purpose." That is a completely different ball game than, "Oh my God, it's a nightmare here again. Look what happened." Right very, very different story. We want to do these things on purpose. And if we can think about them in advance then we have a much greater opportunity to make a choice that's going to serve us going forward. Okay. Now we're going to be teaching on this in depth during, um, during December in the core membership. So if you are not in the core membership, I want to know why <laughs> I want to know why, but I want to invite you to join us because we're going to be teaching on what I call basics and basics are those things that we really do not want to let slide. No matter what, right? Those are the things that that we do to take care of ourselves, to uh, to make sure that we have like that minimum standard operating in our homes, so that we do have time to go out and do those fun things, and also that like like our house doesn't completely implode over you know over the course of the holidays. So we're going to be teaching on that in depth. Um, if you would like to join and check out the core membership, we have a link um, near this video where you can come and, and try us out. We'd love to have you okay but what can you do so a couple of tips i do have a couple of quick tips for you here now that you can use as you're thinking ahead towards the holidays okay so the first thing is you want to define your standards like what is non-negotiable for you right like what are the things that you're going to do every day or maybe every week no matter what <laughs> and we can kind of take this back to probably something like feeding your pets you know or or eating Like you're probably going to eat, you're going to feed the cat, you're going to feed the dog. Like that is not up for discussion. It needs to happen. And now maybe it happens a little bit later. Maybe it's not the best meal, but you're definitely going to eat and you're going to feed, you know, the loved ones in your life. So that's a standard, right? What else on your list? What else do you want to put on that list of basics? What's non-negotiable for you, right? You can start there. Um, And then you can think, okay, so maybe for instance, sleep, maybe sleep is on your list of non-negotiables. Sleep is a basic, right? And maybe in perfect world, you want to get eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep. And during December, normally you get five. Okay. Maybe you want to think, well, I don't like that. It doesn't work out well for me. How can I range my life so that instead of getting just five hours of sleep, I can't do eight because I have more things that I want to fit into my life, but maybe I can do six and a half, right? And what would that look like for me? What do I need to do so that I do get six and a half hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep, right? And then you can think and you can reverse engineer what you want so that you take care of yourself. And then it has this ripple effect where you're going to enjoy the holidays even more, I think sometimes the holidays end up being a time that we do not enjoy because we're so busy, because we're so stressed out. And because we allow ourselves to, uh, you know, to go to these extremes, you know, because we want to make it wonderful and we end up making ourselves miserable. And I want to say that maybe we could have both, right? Maybe we could make it wonderful without making ourselves miserable. And would it be a nice thing? I think so. I think you deserve that. Other tips. You can make good use of what we call the 10-minute miracle. So if you are new to our world, you may not be familiar with this term, but this is a term that we love in our community. And it's, it's, it's the idea that you can do so much in just 10 minutes, and you would be shocked at what you can do in 10 minutes if you just put your mind to it, right? A lot of times people say, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time for I hear this all day long right? From people who are not already in our world. Like, I don't have time to do that. And I'm like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. All you need to do is pick 10 minutes and then pick something really small to do, right? You want to keep it, keep it focused, keep it tight. You want to zoom in on whatever you want to do, and then you can just chip away at it. So maybe it's 10 minutes now, and maybe it's 10 minutes later, and then maybe it's 10 more minutes in the morning. And before you know it, you've gotten hours and hours racked up. Now, is this the way that you would like to do it? Maybe not, right? Because, but you have other things to do. So you don't have hours and hours. And so you want to make use of the time that you do have. And when you start looking around for those little pockets of time, you'd be shocked at how many are available to you and what you can do in 10 minutes, right? I don't know about you, but I can spend 10 minutes just complaining about something (laughs) or, you know, wishing something were different, or I could just go get it done. All right, so we want you to make use of those 10-minute segments, those 10-minute miracles as much as possible. And they'll be your best friend during the holidays. If you're already a little busier or a lot busier than usual, you're going to need to take advantage of those. right? And, and you would be surprised at what you can do. So look for those opportunities, do those 10-minute miracles. You can stack them if you want, right? You do 10 minutes, if you still got time, you do another one right away, you know, and, and they will build up over time. This is a real mindset shift for a lot of people, you know, who keep telling me, oh, I don't have time to do that. I'm like, you do, but you're going to have to be willing to give up the story that you can only declutter, or you can only clean, or you can only organize if you have an entire three hour stretch, right? You're telling me you don't have that. So are you willing to let that go? we got to declutter that limiting belief first, and then you can make progress, even if it's not exactly the way you want it to be, Okay, Really, really important. And the last thing I wanna leave you with uh, when you're thinking about keeping up over the holidays and not you know, completely losing all the ground that you have gained this year, I want you to think about what you say yes to, okay? This is so important. It is more important today now than ever before. What are you saying yes to? What are you doing? Right? And sometimes the yes is just like, I've always done this like this. And so of course I have to do it like this, this year. It's not true. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to, you know, buy gifts. You don't have to make all the gifts. You don't have to deliver them. Like, like take a look at all the things that you are doing and all the things you're saying yes to. All the commitments, all the events, the travel, the, the, the cooking, whatever it is, take a look at it and decide, would I choose this all over again? If I was starting over, you know, and deciding if I wanted to do this thing or not, would I say yes to it? Would I say yes? Or would it be a, I don't think so. Because I'm telling you, this is your very, very big point of leverage. If you said no to a few more things, just think about how much time would open up and how much more time you would have either to do those things, to do those things that you do care so deeply about. You could do them a little bit better, a little bit more thoroughly. You could enjoy them a little bit more, or maybe you just use that for downtime. For goodness sake, I think we're so busy, you know, and we live in the most amazing age. We have all the technology. We have all the the, the opportunity available in the world. And it, we're so stressed out and we just pack it full. And I just want to offer to you that maybe you want to say no a little bit this year. And would it be worth it if you did say not this year or not right now to some things and that just opened up the rest of your world and the rest of the things that you do, that you do say yes to? Just think about it. Because again, I don't want December 31st to show up in your life and you look around and you think, oh my gosh, it happened again. Like what happened here? I don't want that to be your reality. And you have the power to change that. You have the power for this holiday season to be different this year just by using these little, these little ideas. Um, and we want you to enjoy yourself. That is why we're doing this, right? And we don't want you to lose all of that ground that you've gained all year long, right? You've worked so hard. Um, maybe you're not where you wanted to be but right. You definitely have made progress. So don't lose that ground, right? Remember there's two battles, the battle to win, and then the battle to maintain that ground. And we don't want you to lose that second battle this year. Okay. That's what I have for you this week. Go out there, do some maintenance, say no, um, and consider those basics. All right. We'll catch you again next week. That's all we have for you today. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you leave us a review? It would really help us get the word out. To start your decluttering journey, go to thedeclutteringclub.com. That decluttering the-the-declutteringclub.com. We'll see you next time.